Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, in case you missed it, the SECURE Act 2.0 was signed into law amidst all the holiday season. Coming up on today's show, we'll cover the impact for retirees past, present, and future. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric, of course, president of Retirement Wealth. He is an independent fiduciary. The whole firm is a fiduciary firm. And to go along with that, we have Joseph Lanza joining us as well. And uh, he, too, a fiduciary. And we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, Happy New Year, huh? Happy New Year, Steve. Yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah. And so far, uh, you know, so far, so good, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's been an interesting week in the market. I mean, you, you have it off to a, a pretty good start, but, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, we still have an interest rate problem. Uh, inflation is going down, by the way. I mean, inflation, they've combated inflation, and that is temporarily going down, and hopefully it'll stay that way. The problem is, is that now we really do have to go into being more concerned about a slowing economy and a possible light light recession. And I think what we're really doing is is we're watching the retailers right now because the retail really kind of shows the health of the actual economy. And so it's going to be a lot of retailers like Nordstrom's and Macy's and so forth, the brick and mortar stores that really will take the hit first. Um, And so we're kind of keeping an eye on their numbers. And that's always interesting to watch because that does have a huge trickle effect in the economy. Sure. But I mean, you start to read, I just read Macy's is closing a bunch of stores this year, Bed Bath & Beyond is, you know, on the verge of bankruptcy. And I think, uh, you know, I don't know if you saw the founder of Home Depot, what he said. Yeah, and it's always interesting too, Steve, because, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond has had this massive debt for so long, and all of a sudden, you know, their their sales have significantly slowed down, where all of a sudden you take a look at digital sales, and actually digital sales are actually up. And so there's a lot more people that are finding it much easier to go online and just order and have it shipped to them. And uh, so, and, and I think as we get older too, a lot of older Americans find it much easier once they understand how to shop online. Um, for a good example, my mother, um, I swear to God, UPS should just have a hub at her home because it'd just be a lot easier just to start off there and leave all the packages behind. And um, every time I go there, she's like, I really don't order as much as I used to. <laughs> really? But, wow. hey, but yeah, that woman is a shopper. So, um, but anyways, we're, we're taking a look at that. And then we're also being wide aware of what we're investing in this year, because it is going to be a completely different year than last year. And um, I'm trying to parse my words properly here, but I think last year we saw a lot of new prospective clients come in and they were like a deer in their headlights and they're, they're looking at their statements and they're just like, I don't know what's wrong, but I know something's wrong. And so when we went through them, you can see where they were irrelevant. They were fee ridden. They were interest rate sensitive, um, just completely irrelevant. And you can just tell that they were not being managed. And so what we're really trying to do this year is sit down with new prospective clients and say, look, you know, does somebody actually have a set of eyeballs on your portfolio? And now people are really getting away from all the crypto, the cannabis and all the speculative stocks, and they really want to get back to traditional investing. And so that's what we've always stuck towards um, companies that are profitable, have low cash debt, that makes sense, uh, sometimes pay out a dividend. And so we're just trying to show people how to try to get through a difficult market. And that is by strong money management, income planning, financial planning, and really being strategic. Absolutely. And folks, if you want to get a head start, let me just throw this out for you. It's 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. And so again, the year is getting off to a, you know an interesting start. It's not like there's you know, drastic changes anywhere, but uh, right. we're, we're sort of easing into it. The big changes, of course, are coming with Secure Act 2.0. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge change. And I mean, and, and again, this is a bipartisan agreement. You can't blame one side or the other. They, they Everyone agreed on it. For the um, first time in a while, they agreed on something. A long first time. time in a long time, yeah. And I mean, and I think that that's the one thing, you know, again, that rang true was people were tired of all the infighting of, of, of all the politics. It's right. just sure. been insane i mean look at mccarthy i mean speaker of the house how long did it take him to become speaker of the house well that was just such a joke to me 
It really was. And, you know, and then, you know, Democrats are looking at us and they're like, they're rudderless. And I'm like, yeah, kind of agree with that a little bit. You <laughs> it's know, it's kind of like, hard to argue. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, these guys can't make up a decision, you know, so it really was a mess. But um, anyways, back to the Secure Act. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and again, the Secure Act two point or the Secure Act initial one, uh, January 2020. And now here we are a couple of years later um, and the 2.0. We we had a lot to complain about with the original Secure Act, and this one I'm feeling a little different. Uh, Eric, how about you? It, it seems like there's a lot more good in this one. The, well, and that's a good point. There is a lot better things in here than it was before. But you know, still the original Secure Act 2.0, people don't understand you know the ramifications that the tax issues have down the road. Um, with a 2.0, this whole new one, it is a lot better. I mean, we're gonna go over a lot of things in here today. It's actually a lot more investor friendly, I think. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of really cool things in here, but you have to remember for every um, for every good thing, there could be a bad thing in there too that's kind of buried in the bill. And that those are the things where Donna Crone has really been going through and looking at these. And we've actually been sending out Secure Act 2.0 uh, videos to our clients and really letting them know what's happening. Wow. Well, uh, that's great because the bill, I think this bill was about 1,400 pages. And, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, God bless Donna for going through it all because that's <laughs> more than I could handle. I got through a bunch of it, but mm, boy. It's what she does for fun. So, wow. I mean, you know, wow. yeah, she's a lot of fun at a party. I'll, I'll tell bet you. she is. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention, <clears throat> she's been going through this since, you know, what, four months ago, five months ago, before the bill even got passed. Because I know, and we know we talked about it on the show a while yeah. ago, too, because it was in speculation that it was going to get passed. So we have to be proactive and go through and see, okay, well, what are, at least are we looking at? What can we do in advance? So that way, once it is passed, we're not panicking now on, on figuring out, okay, what's going to happen with these accounts? What are the new rules? And I think this is a prime example, right? We just jumped right into 2023, and now there's a bunch of new tax laws for retirees. And it's a perfect example of the investment landscape changing mm -hmm. and why it's so important to have that financial plan that's constantly changing and why your investments have to reflect that investment landscape. Because last year, Everybody was so focused on investments and not planning, right? Because you had interest rates, inflation, midterms, geopolitical unrest. And that made a lot of people focus just on their investments. I think 2023 could be a year where people start focusing a lot more on planning, a lot more on income. Now they see all the changes that the Secure Act 2.0 can have for them. And we also want to make sure that we're taking advantage of all that. Because like you said, this bill is a lot more pros than cons mm -hmm. compared to the first one. I mean, the first Secure Act is notorious for getting rid of the stretch IRA, right? right. It completely yes. changed the way that IRAs are inherited to beneficiaries, which was huge. Whereas this bill, and we'll go over today, has a lot more pros. So this is going to be a lot more of making sure that we're taking advantage of this for our clients. And it's not something that's just swept on the rug like, oh, yeah, there was a, you know increase in the catch up. Oh, yeah, you know, your RMDs were pushed back. We could do another year of Roth conversion, let's say. Yeah. So there's a lot of different opportunities in here that we want to make sure that we're taking advantage of. Well, Joseph, you mentioned one off the top, and that certainly is a key part of this, is the uh, the increase in the RMD distribution age. And we all know 70 and a half, now 72, but mm -hmm. now it's 73. Right, yeah, it's going to 73 uh, starting right now. And then um, by the time it's 2023, excuse me, 2033, it's going to be 75. So like I said, this is a huge opportunity. If you're doing Roth conversions, that extra year could give you a lot more Roth conversions because people may not realize this, but if you're already in your, if you're already 72 now, let's say you're already taking your RMDs. When you go to do a Roth conversion, if you put that RMD into a Roth conversion, it doesn't count as a regular RMD. An RMD has to be taken out of the account. It can't be converted to a Roth. Okay, so, sure. And even by the time we get to 2033, that could be an extra, if we think about from when the first Secure Act happened, four and a half years of converting, which is huge when you think about tax-free wealth. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that becomes a strategy. And the one thing that you're doing is uh, a lot of times people don't really realize this, but when you're doing Roth conversions, what are you really doing? Well, you're creating a transfer of generational wealth, right? Because mm -hmm. this is going to go on tax-free to your beneficiaries. But also what you're doing is, is you're managing your tax brackets in retirement. And there's a lot of people that have never done financial planning where all of a sudden you can see their required minimum distributions are much larger than the actual income that is needed. And they're like, well, I don't need all that money. I'm like, well, then, you know, unfortunately, you know, that's where the, the bulk of your money is. 
And the question comes up, why didn't my advisor tell me six or eight years ago that this was going to be an issue? Well, because you didn't have an income plan written. You didn't have a financial plan written. And people are like, oh, okay, right? And, and that's why this is so important. The portfolio is important, but that's like one-third of your retirement. And people don't understand that the SECURE Act is going to play a huge role in your financial plan. But if you don't have a financial plan done, you're not even considering 99% of the secure act. Right. And and uh, there's a lot to there's a lot to sort of dig into here, not to mention the RMDs and and uh, in fact, why don't we just why don't we take a break right now guys and and invite folks to call and then come back and pick up the conversation right here. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic, Joseph. Folks, do take advantage. Give us a call, 800-779-1942, an opportunity to put together that financial roadmap once and for all and get a true practical financial review. It's a phone call away at 800-779-1942, a comprehensive financial review, no cost, no obligation. And when you walk out the door, you will have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Stay tuned. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, we're going to talk more about the Secure Act 2.0 and how it affects your retirement. Welcome back, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. Eric Carney is here. Uh, Joseph Lanz is here, uh, both independent uh, fiduciary advisors. Uh, Eric, of course, president of Retirement Wealth and so much more. Uh, you know, this is uh, we're digging into the Secure Act 2.0. And, and it seems like we've been talking about this forever, but now it's become reality. Yeah, and I think that that's the biggest thing is we've been talking about this for how long now, Steve? Oh, well, since it came out in 2020, even right. before that. Okay, yeah, so, you know, let's say three years. Okay. There's still a great deal of, and, and you're, you're talking um, all different kinds of investors from all different fields that have never really understood the Secure Act 2.0 and how it affects them. And so I think to myself, if you've never heard about this, what is your advisor talking about in all of your meetings, right? Or all of your review meetings, like what is the discussion like? Because the SECURE Act is playing a huge role in everyone's retirement um, for quite some time. And you know, our debt, our national debt is going through the roof right now. And so the government is always forecasting where are we going to tax? How are we going to tax? And they realize that the baby boomers IRA accounts are one of the most funded accounts that are out there. So that's why this was all created. They have to keep paying Social Security. They have to keep paying down all this national debt. And so this is the way for them to, to create that. But people don't really realize how this is going to become an issue. And I remember uh, there was a younger kid that came in. I say kid, but he's probably like 38 years old. But he came in the office and he's like, yeah, my mom passed away. And what's all this stuff? And I'm like, well, basically, you know, you've got to take your because of the SECURE Act, you have to now take out your required minimum distributions over the next 10 years. And then after 10 years, it does not, it no longer is an IRA. Now you're prone to capital gains. And he's like, this is throwing me into a higher tax bracket. And I said, yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. So there's a lot of people out there that don't understand the tax ramifications that you're passing on. And there's a lot of people that say, look, I don't want to give this money to the government. I actually want to give this more to my beneficiaries. And so we have to strategically plan on how to do that. Sure. One of the things that is different or one of the things that's changing with the SECURE Act 
we talk about catch-up contributions, and those are set by the IRS and, and for normal accounts. But I like this piece because uh, this one now f- takes into account people who are 60 to 63 years old, 65 years old. Um, I mean, again, they can contribute more. Break that down for me. How does that work? Yeah, so starting in 2025, for those people 60 to 63, they'll actually be able to contribute the greater of either $10,000 or 50% more than the regular con- catch-up contribution amount in 2024. So that's huge, right? That's a I mean, big deal. Yeah, last year for people over 50, it was $7,000. So now we're looking between 60 and 63 to have that extra $10,000. And not to mention, for people that are over 50 starting this year, it's going to be 7500 instead of just 7000 And then for even people under 50, it's 6500 instead of just 6000 Sure. Now, one thing that I really like in this bill is that after 2025, the catch-up contributions are going to be indexed for inflation. I think that that's pretty cool that each year it's just going to go based off whatever the inflation rate was. That's how now we're increasing instead of having, you know, Every four or five years, we're guessing, uh, it might go up $500, it might go up this. Now it's just going to be indexed for inflation, which I really like. That seems like a good move. Yeah, I think it's the smartest one to make. I mean, especially after a year like this, right? We'd be sitting pretty with how much with where, where inflation was, right? And how much we're going to be able to increase our contributions. So what about the small business folks or people that work for a small business and they've got a simple IRA or a SEP IRA? They've made a big change there too. Yeah, this is huge as well. I mean, we've talked about Roth's almost, you know, when we talk about Roth, at least one time a show, where the importance of having a Roth, you know, maybe doing Roth conversions. So now Roth contributions are now allowed for simple and SEP IRAs for, like you said, those small businesses that are having retirement plans for those employees. And the employer contributions are now can be elected for Roths as well, which is huge. People don't realize this, but before 2020, before this year, if you had a Roth 401k, let's say, which a lot of people have the option to do, but they don't even realize they have it. If their employer was giving them, let's say, that 6% match, that 6% match the employer was giving them was going into a regular 401k. The IRS was not allowing them to put it in the Roth account. They had to put it in a regular 401k. Now, both the employee and the employer's uh, contribution is going to be allowed to go inside that Roth. So you're going to see a lot more tax-free money being able to be generated. Boy, I think that's a, what a what a boon that can be for folks, especially the younger folks out there that really don't look need the tax break, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and what happens too is, is that when you actually run this in the income plan, you can run it two different ways. So you can see, look, if you keep going in towards the traditional route of deferring all mm-hmm. your taxes, this is what it's going to look like. But if you defer 50% or 60% into a Roth, we can actually show you what the difference is. So here's the whole thing about the SECURE Act, right? They have all these cool things that you can do, but they're only cool if you actually implement them and, and put them into play for yourself. And so the thing is, is that when we go through all these, you have to really say, what am I trying to accomplish? And then they're basically creating a toolbox and options for you to invest in. And so, but a lot of people, unfortunately, and I've said this all along about the Roth, the Roth IRA was one of the greatest things that they ever invented. But what happens is realize that there is a cap on it. So anything that the government limits must be a really good thing. And unfortunately, there's not enough people out there that are taking advantage of it. Every time I go through Publix, uh, Publix line, I say, you know, I, I kind of, you know, talk with, with the people in line. I'm like, hey, are you guys contributing to your 401k? And I always say, if you need help, come on down to my office and I'll help you get signed up. We have nothing to do for that. We don't make any money from that. But it's it's that impetus that we want people to start saving. And so a lot of times, you know, people say, oh, yeah, I want to do that. Well, I mean, nobody from Publix has ever showed up at our office. But, you know, I, I want to keep um letting them know that this is a huge opportunity for you. You know, the guy that cleans my pool, he's like, hey, what do I do? I said, open up a Roth IRA, fully funded every single year. And, you know, whether they do it or not, I don't know, but it's it's really good advice. But there's a lot of really good tools and tactics in the Secure 2.0 that people really have to pay attention to. One of the things that always sort of bugged me, and and once I once you think it through, so with the Secure Act, the first one, um, that it ended up that there was a lot of RMD or a lot of um, Roth accounts, you know, at 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 workplaces. But the bottom line was you still had to pay, you still had to take an RMD from that, even though you've already paid the tax. But it was added up as your total, your total, what's in your four hundred one k, right? 
Yeah, and it used to be inherited Roths too. I mean, if you inherited a Roth IRA, you still have to take RMDs on that, even though they're tax-free. And there's a lot of people that got in trouble with that. So they're coming into my office and they're like, what is this? I'm like, yeah, you, ha you had to take an RMD on that. But their advisor didn't know that. You know, the, the thing is, is that again, financial planning, I, you know, I keep bringing this up and over, over and over again, but financial planning really allows you to understand what loopholes and what issues you have coming down the pike. And so when we take a look at this, we want to write a financial plan for every individual. And remember, we are not writing a financial plan. We are writing your financial plan. I mean, this is based on you, your lifestyle, your goals, your objectives, your income needs and everything. This is solely based on you. So this is information that you're giving us and we're creating this specifically for you. And, and as your life changes, that plan is changing with you. There is no financial plan. I don't even know how many financial plans we have in our system that there's no way that two are even near alike. I mean, they're that different. And so you have to understand that there, you know, as these um, options expand, whether it's Roth or tax deferred or tax free, whatever it may be, we have to figure out how to get you to retirement. Right. That's that's the goal. 800-779-1942 can be your first step, folks. Just make that call. 800-779-1942. We're talking about Secure Act 2.0 and uh, all of the changes it brings. And one of them is, I mean, again, this isn't a huge deal. Maybe it is. I, I'll get your opinion. Uh, expanding the 401k automatic enrollment. And I mean, I guess that's okay, huh? I think it's a big deal. And I'll tell okay. you why. Um when, when I first started out, um, you know, a long time ago, um, I didn't really have, you know, a lot of money to sock into a retirement plan like a lot of people. But all of a sudden, you know, it starts out with $50. And then all of a sudden you do $100 and then you work up to it. And what happens is when you make it automatic, you actually incorporate it into your budget. And so what happens is when you tell people to do something automatically, it is automatic and they actually do it because we always have good intentions. We have good intentions of writing a check, putting it in the mail and sending it to the custodian. But if it's automatically withdrawn on a regular basis, it just happens. And so I really do like this because that's when we educate people. We're like, look, let's just get it started. Let's get it automatic. And even if somebody's putting in $50, maybe next year it's going to be $100, but they get excited about it. 800-779-1942, automatic enrollment. And, and uh, you're right, that makes sense. And um, I like this one too, this emergency savings account. Tell me how that works and, and what do you think of it? Yeah, so starting in 2024, employers can establish the emergency savings account where the employees pretty much get a Roth-style account and put up to $2,500 in there. And it's a Roth-style account because the distributions will be treated like a qualified distribution from a Roth account, tax-free. Um, there are certain requirements that have to be met. But it almost can kind of push people just like how the automatic enrollment is where they're creating that emergency fund that they should have with their retirement, right? So it's kind of connecting the workplace and allowing the, the people to allow their personal finances to be connected a lot more. They're getting a lot more done. And even going back to that automatic enrollment, I remember me and Eric looking at a study one time that said a lot of employers were offering a 3% match that was free, right? It was a safe safe harbor plan where the employees didn't even have to contribute. Their employer was going to put in 3% without even, you know, them having to put anything in themselves. Now, because the plan took 17 clicks on the computer to go through, right? They had to put their information in and do the 17 clicks. More than 50% of the people didn't do it. Right. All because they didn't have to, they didn't want to sit there and, and click 17 different times, put their information in and get enrolled. So I think the automatic enrollment is a huge deal because you're going to start to see a lot of the younger generation who doesn't think this is as important for them now automatically get put in there. And even with the automatic increase of 1% every single year, it starts out at 3% at of their salary that's going in, but that automatic increase every year, they don't even have to think about it. So I think that is a huge, great act of the SECURE Act. All right. Well, and again, on that note, we are up against the clock. Gentlemen, let's go ahead and take that quick break and invite folks to call in the meantime. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review that is valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers or generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. 
In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds fantastic. It's a phone call away, folks, 800-779-1942. You'll get the comprehensive financial review that Joseph just described. Most importantly, though, you will find you have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. Make the call while you're thinking of it today. 800-779-1942. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, one more segment on the Secure Act 2.0 and how it's going to affect your retirement. Stay tuned. Back on WealthWorks Radio, I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney's here. Joseph Lenz is here. And uh, we have been having a uh, lively conversation, I'll say, on the Secure Act 2.0, what the implications are, what it means. And, and we're focusing on what it means to those getting close to or into retirement because, boy, this targets a lot of folks uh, that are in that situation. Yeah, I think so. And I'm, I'm just kind of reading through this and there's so many other things in here. I mean, it's like we actually are going to have a page of this on our website. When we get it up and running, I'm going to let everyone know. But there's so many key areas that these cover. So I think people are going to like the list that we actually put out. Cool. Um, it, it, it's it's pretty interesting. And, and it's kind of overwhelming at the same time. I think you're going to have a lot of people <laughs> that just throw this down. They're like, ah, you know, and, and they get frustrated. But look, this is where the financial plan comes in. And I'll tell you what, the one thing about doing a financial plan is it does a lot of the heavy lifting for you. And so there's a lot of people that come in with a ton of questions. And what's happening is, is when they actually go through our process, it's literally answering a lot of those questions that they had. And that's really what people are looking for. They're like, oh, I've had this question that keeps me up at night, you know? And unfortunately, a lot of people, what they think is actually typically not what actually is true. And so, you know, a lot of times people are thinking about something from 10 or 20 years ago. I'm like, yeah, that used to exist, but not even close anymore. Um, just things evolve, especially in the investment and the financial world. So with this, with this Secure Act 2.0, like I said, there are a lot of moving parts, but there always has been a lot of moving parts. And I think people that do financial planning really realize that it does take a team of people. You know, I don't understand how, you know, these one-man shop advisory shops can even make it anymore. I, I just don't understand it because when all of a sudden somebody sees what a team we have, you know, a planning team, a wealth management team, a concierge side, people really see all the moving parts that go to that. Right. And uh, so as we get kind of breaking down this list of things, like you said, there's a lot in there and uh, this is just barely scratching the surface. Yeah. But we were talking just at the end of the last segment about the emergency savings account. And we talk about how important that emergency fund is. But here's an opportunity to to really create that and give folks, I think, the confidence they they need to, to say, OK, well, if something happens, I'm covered. Yeah, and I, I think that, and, and it does happen. I mean, we saw it in in 2020. You know, that was a very rough year for a lot of people. And then you also saw it earlier last year. And you know, I I mean, inflation really hasn't been uh, too big of a deal for a lot of people. But the one thing that I noticed uh, several weeks ago, and I we were just talking about this last week, is how expensive food is. Mm -hmm. and, and and I mean, food is through the roof. Lettuce. Le lettuce, yeah, yeah, lettuce shortages Pages right now. Why are we in a lettuce shortage? Right, right. And it's just, it's amazing to me, like, you know, even to order lunch out, it is so expensive. And so, you know, you can tell that food also has a trickle effect. I mean, if food is super expensive, other things are also very expensive as well. So I think there are going to be people that are going to want some kind of, of emergency expense money there just because people are falling a little bit more behind. You know, uh, we are taking a look at the national debt um, for the consumer. Um, and, th and that actually has been going up on the rise. People are spending um, a lot more on their credit cards, but they're not necessarily paying off the credit cards. So we're paying a lot of attention to that too. So I think the the emergency expenses is pretty important. Okay, what we were talking about is um, you know the the exemption for the ten percent or the the exemption of the ten percent penalty up to a thousand dollars a year is uh, you know another way to I think for employers to be able to say hey look at okay we understand stuff happens. 
Yeah, and now you can take up to that $1,000 out of that 401k or IRA, and you have the option of paying that back within three years. But I think going back to the other emergency savings account, that $2,500 that you could put into a Roth-style account, Mm -hmm. I think that trying to focus on putting that in there and using that as your emergency fund instead of ever having to you know, take a money out of your 401k or IRA, that $1,000, or even taking a loan out of your 401k or IRA, using the building that emergency fund, I think, is a lot better because that's what it's designed to do, right? You want to have your retirement accounts be designed to not be touched. So it's kind of like building those different buckets like we talk about that you pull income from in retirement. You kind of want to do that now for yourself as well. You know that your car is going to need new tires. Do you know when? No, not really. Really, right? You have these uh, surprise expenses that come up. You may hit a big pothole and you got to put a new t- tire on your car. Whatever it may be, you want to make sure that you have those expenses set aside so you're not having to touch your retirement. Right. And th- th- again, one of the other things, I-, I don't know if we need to dig into this too far, but student loans are certainly an issue for people today and they've addressed that as well. Yeah, so now the student loan payments are going to be treated as employee elective deferrals um, for matching contribution purposes. I mean, Student loans, like you said, and student loans are the one thing that, um, I don't know if people know this out there, but if you, you know, say, declare bankruptcy, student loans do not care. Right. It's the one thing, you know, credit card debt, uh, mortgages, you could, you could declare bankruptcy on everything. Student loans do not care. Those will be with you for the rest of your life. And, you know, we've seen now where there was talks of trying to get $10,000 granted for two student loans to go away. Now that's been taken back. And I think it's one of the biggest areas that people are not talking about enough that is just getting out of hand. Student loans are like white on rice. Yeah. Not going away. Not going away. Uh, All right, let's talk about Culex. Yeah. Culex, I mean, so here's um, up to $200,000 can be put into a qualified longevity annuity contract. What does that mean? Well, uh, the the prior it was twenty five percent of income is is now eliminated, but the QLAX is just a longevity annuity where you can put it into something. You're going to have lifetime income from that. Um, but what it's doing is it's increasing how much you can put in. So for some people, it's a very good option um, when they actually need more income and they're able to put it away. So. With the entire Secure Act 2.0, what it's doing is it's expanding a lot of your options that you actually have. So before, if we were to go into something, we're like, yeah, we can go into this, but it limits this. This now opens it up for up to $200,000, which makes a huge difference. Sure. Um, And again, this is something we've talked about before, about how intense that penalty is for missing an RMD. Yeah, so this is a reduced RMD excise tax. So now all of a sudden it's going from 50% down to 25%. The whole thing is, is that on our concierge team, we actually allow the client or we let the client know how much you have available in required minimum distributions. Um, And then we let them know how to strategically pull that out throughout the year. So if originally, if you didn't pull out the correct amount, it was a 50% uh, tax on there Ouch. now it's going yeah that's huge and a lot of people have had to pay that too and now it's actually going down to 25 percent, which is still steep but um again so your advisors should be allowing you and letting you know what those rmds are what what your actual responsibility is for that sure um and then which is a good thing boy it's about time they tackled that one isn't it I would say so. That's yeah. pretty steep. I mean, sure. and, and like I said, and but I will say this, the IRS was pretty good. I mean, if you did make a mistake, they're actually pretty good about saying, you know, if you write in a letter, they have forgiven a lot of people for that. But there's also people that have gone on for three years. When we were teaching the classes, people would come up to me at the end of the class and like, Eric, I haven't paid my RMDs in three years. I'm like, they're like, what should I do? I'm like, uh, getting a good accountant. Panic. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, that, that's pretty much what it is. It's like, yeah. you better beg for forgiveness at this point. So, uh, all right. Yeah. And so let's uh, let's talk about QCD, the Qualified Charitable Distributions. This is something that we've talked about many times and how people can take advantage of that. But what changes now? Mm-hmm. So now those QCD rules are expanded to allow a one-time $50,000 distribution to charity. And that's through a split interest uh, entity. Or it could be a charitable gift annuity, charitable remainder, uni trust. There's a lot of different strategies that you can do. Once you get into retirement and you want to give to charity, as long as it's a qualified charitable distribution, there's a lot of things you can do. And just like we were talking about the catch-up contributions beginning in 2024, the limit on those are going to start to be indexed for inflation. So each year you'll start to see those increasing depending on what the inflation rate is. I like that. 
um, one of the things that's been talked about, and I've read several stories about annuities inside a 401k, and, and I, there's certainly two schools of, of thought on that. So uh, annuities, we've talked about a lot of times, um, you know, now they want to put them into 401k plans. You have to understand that there's an awful lot of people out there who will not invest unless it's in some kind of guaranteed income annuity. You know, they want to know that they can't lose their money. They've got some kind of guarantee to that. Um, now they're going to be putting these into 401ks. I have mixed feelings about this. Um, I don't think the, 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 the number one thing I'll say is I don't think that the majority of 401k plans out there are properly managed. I think there's a lot more people that are making poor choices than that. You know, there's a lot more people that are in stable income or money markets or worse, even bond funds for last year. And we've seen a lot of new potential clients coming in. And they're like, yeah, Eric, I've been in these bond funds, but I'm not really thrilled about these. And I'm like, and I explain why, you know, people just don't understand. They think something's conservative and that's a good place to go. The other problem is, is that, you know, with annuities, you have to wonder what fees are involved. There are some annuities out there without any fees. There are some with very low fees, but then there's some out, out there that are very high fees. And quite frankly, there's a lot of annuities out there that just don't make any sense. So you've got to be very careful about this. And again, this is where a good fiduciary advisor can help you make a better decision. I like it. And and again, um, the retirement savings lost and found. We've talked about this mm -hmm. before too. But this can kind of save you some legwork if you got a you know somebody comes in and says I got four four hundred one ks and I have no idea. Yeah, my sister called me up um, because I moved down here from New York, and she's like, you're not going to believe this. You are not going to believe this. You are on the list. They found money for you. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what can this be for, you know? And so anyways, I wrote, you know, into this thing, put my online thing, filled out all my information. You know, I'm basically giving them everything, and I'm like wondering what is out there. I got a check for $11.07. <laughs> I wouldn't have even bothered. I mean, honestly. And my sister was like, yeah, but that's $11.07. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, that took me more time to get this money than anything else. But, um, you know, and unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there that actually go from workplace to workplace and completely forget about their actual retirement plans. Mm -hmm. So that is something that does happen for sure. All right. Well, again, we're running out of time here on, on this segment, too. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call. And we got one more segment to do. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. That sounds great, folks. 800-779-1942 is the number to call to get things rolling. You will get that comprehensive financial review, and you will have then have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Make the call today, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, what better way to start 2023 by investing in yourself and in your financial future. Coming up next, we're gonna outline some simple tips to help you keep you on your financial planning journey for 2023 and beyond. Hey, we're back on WealthWorks Radio. Eric Carney's here. Joseph Lanz is here. I'm Steve Siddall. We have been having a great discussion on the Secure Act 2.0 and uh, what it is, the, the ramifications. And, and I think, Eric, you said you were going to put together sort of an overview and post it on your website. So please let us know when that happens. I will certainly do that. Yeah. The uh, and, and again, let's, I, I, you know, you just said it. I think this is a great transition because here it is. It's the new year, 2023. We're glad for 2022 to be over. But if we look back at 2022, what lessons did we learn? What, what can we take away from all that? 
Well, you can realize that, you know, you can't pull out a playbook from 2008 and apply it to 2022. Oh, some people uh, tried. Yeah, they certainly tried. But you know what? It's not going to work. I mean, it's a completely different interest rate environment, inflationary environment, political environment. Um, and, and, and as far as that goes, you can't even pull out the playbook from 2020. It's a mm -hmm. completely different market. And so the thing is, is that this is when you really know if your investment advisor is really on top of things. Are they actually keeping the portfolio relevant? Are they trying to protect your downside? What are they trying to do for you? Are they communicating with you? Are you frustrated? And there's a lot of people that say, you know, that are coming in and they're just like, I just don't understand what's going on. And I feel like I don't have any clear direction. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't, I mean, there's a lot of things that you're not being handed to you. You know, there's a, a national firm out there who everyone has heard of and their fees are expensive and you're going to get a portfolio and that is all you're going to get. You're not going to understand how to reduce your taxable income. You're not going to receive an income plan. You're not going to receive a financial plan and people really believe in them. And yet we have moved a, an awful lot of money from that firm last year because people are frustrated. They feel like they deserve a lot more. So what you want to realize is if you're paying your advisor a fee, what value are you getting from that? And so this past year, a lot of people are realizing, yeah, I don't have a lot of value for my investment advisor. And that's really what they're looking for. And so I think, again, with our financial planning arm that we have, people are learning a lot. They understand that they have um, forward positive forward pro uh, progression, even through a difficult market. So, again, uh, last year was um, an um, kind of an event where people were eyes wide open about their finances. And that's good. I mean, because now there's let's they're going to say, okay, we had a bad year. How do we get back on track? Right. And, and that, that's what, that's where you can come in and play, have a play in that. Right. And I'll tell you what, and, and we talked about height of a portfolio, you know, where, where in the past, um, if you were equity driven and you didn't have anything that was interest rate sensitive, you had height to your portfolio. And people always ask me, what does that really mean? Well, it means that you've had higher rates of return in a really good year. And you, you weren't you weren't in bonds or anything. We've known for four years that interest rates were eventually going to go up. So last year was not unpredictable. I've said that in the past. But the difference is, is that when you've had height for your portfolio, you've prepared for a down year. And when you really take a look at a bear, um, when you really think about a bear and they go into hibernation, they're overeating prior to that hibernation. So they're preparing for a downtime when they won't be eating for a very long time. So it's kind of like your portfolio. When there's upside in the market, you want to make sure that you're grabbing all of that. That way, when you go into hibernation or not such a good year in the market, you're still going to be able to survive that. I like that analogy. It's, it's a very simple analogy, but now people are taking a different look at their portfolios and they're like, okay, I do have to be prepared for a down market and how do I actually do that? So this is one of the huge lessons that we can learn from 2022, but again, it's been, it's been very good for a lot of people to realize, okay, I really need to make a change. Sure. Well, and, and it is time for a change and no better time than right now, especially the beginning of the year. I mean, we all kind of feel optimistic and feel like we should do things, you know, uh, don't, don't make a new year's resolution. That would be my advice because your chances are you're going to keep it anyway, but just make a commitment to, to, you know, do more this year. Yeah, I think I think when people actually go in with resolutions, you know, we go in with really good intentions. But the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, life kicks in after a while. You really have to make your money a lifestyle change, you know, and, and that has to do that could go either way with your wealth or your health. You know, there's some people that say I want to lose X amount of pounds, but it really has to become part of your lifestyle throughout the entire year, not just the first three months of the year. Exactly. Um, it's interesting to see Peloton go through the roof and gym memberships go through the roof and all of a sudden everybody wants to go on a fad diet and everything. And that's great. Again, we have, all have good intentions, but until you actually build that into your lifestyle, you're really not going to make a huge change. And so when it comes to your finances, this is, I would say the first uh, three months of the year is when we're getting a lot of people calling in after the radio show and saying, look, I do want a second opinion. I really want to make up for last year and see, you know, how I can get back on track. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so how can we, how do you work with people to say, oh, okay, I want to get on track? What do you tell them? How do you work with them? 
Well, I mean, we're at the start of the new year, right? So it should be a time of reflection and, and looking back. And <clears throat> being able to look back on 2022, I think, is a great way to be able to say, okay, how much really, truly are you spending? Let's look at what you did last year with your investments. Now, what are we planning for in 2023, right? So there's no better time to reflect on yourself, write down your new goals, and be ambitious on what you want to get started for. A lot of people that we see, you know, they've never had that financial plan written for them. They never had that income plan written for them. So a lot of that starts with just the discovery meeting where we're trying to figure that all out for them, right? Where are your retirement goals at? Did you want to retire this year? A lot of people, because of what happened in 2022, they're saying to themselves, oh, you know, I'm going to push retirement back a little bit further. Well, wait, let's see if we could still you know, do that original retirement goal date that you had for yourself. So a lot of it is just figuring out where the client is currently at, what their goals and wishes are. And then that's our starting point for where we start building out this plan. Sure. I, I, I like it. You just got to take that first step, right? Right. Yeah. You have to take the initiative. And like we said, there's no better time to really do that, especially if you were unhappy with your performance in 2022 and the results that you got of it. Was it a good, fulfilling year for yourself or were you disgusted with the returns? Did you not have a plan? You know, so it's <clears throat> it's a time to ask yourself those questions. Well, and, uh, you know, now we're starting to get the W-2s in or a 1099s in and all that kind of stuff. So we're thinking, oh, my gosh, I got to start, you know, start preparing my taxes. But if I'm close to retirement, I need help. <laughs> and, yeah. and again, I know you're not CPAs, but at the same time, you certainly understand tax and tax strategy in retirement. Well, you have to. And I think any advisor that's not, you know, they're just focusing on your investments. They might be, and the way I like to look at it is that might be an investment advisor, but are they really a financial advisor? Or they're not even talking to you about your taxes. You have to. So, I mean, look at Secure Act 2.0. We just went over, you know, all the different changes that are happening. And that's in one year that that happens. Over your retirement lifetime, you're going to see so many different of these bills that are going to get pushed through and all these different changes are going to happen. Now, the Secure Act 2.0 is kind of one that has more pros in it. But what, what about a bill that comes through that has more cons in it? How are you going to go about combating that? And right? it could we're, happen, right? I exactly. Mean, we don't I mean, know what's going to happen. And and we've talked about it time and time again. It's set to, you know, our current tax brackets, our income brackets are set to sunset in 2025. You know, with the current debt, they're more than likely going to skyrocket. So what, what are we doing now in order to combat that future that we know is inevitable? Sure. Um, and again, as we start to look at this, um, uh, let's talk about... The, the goals that we want for this year, I mean, in, in all seriousness, if I, if I were to, if I'm working with you and, and I come in now at the beginning of the year and I've got my goals laid out, will you help me implement them when it comes to planning for retirement? Yeah. And I think more importantly, we'll make sure that they're sustainable, right? Because okay. I mean, uh, I mean, a lot of people come in and they just, I mean, their goals and objectives are a little outrageous, you know? And I think what it is, is that we get nervous because we haven't saved up enough money and we're like okay this year i want to save this much money but it's not realistic so the thing is, is that we want to come up with realistic plans that are uh sustainable for you you know and and a lot of people think that we're trying to change their lifestyle we really are not trying to do that we're trying to enhance their lifestyle and so when we really take a look at how much you need um that that's really what we're trying to create for i mean and quite honestly you know we always talk about talk about that book the money of psych or the psychology of money mm -hmm. which is a great book and um the interesting thing is is that when it goes through it's like what if you just had enough to live on? You know, so some people are like, I want X amount of dollars. And when we really run the plan, we're like, yeah, you don't need that much. You know, like it's okay if you don't have that much, but we have in our heads, that's what's going to make us successful. And that may not be the truth. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And again, boy, we are almost out of time here. So we're both talking, you know, you guys are both talking, you know, looking back at 2022, looking ahead to 2023, all the changes. What do you leave us with? How are you feeling about the year ahead? I think... You know, going through the past year in 2022, a lot of people talk about recession, right? What's going to, they're afraid of a recession happening. I think the market had a very bumpy time already. And what we're going to see in 2023 is if, if inflation continues to decrease the way it has been the past couple months, we can be setting ourselves up for a pretty nice recovery. But you have to make sure that your accounts are invested the correct way in order to be able to take that opportunity, right? You can't be, like Eric said, you can't be invested the same way you were 10 years ago and still take advantage of that opportunity. You have to make sure that you have the right amount of active 
active investing in order to take advantage of that. You have to make sure that your financial plan is factoring in things like the Secure Act 2.0, is factoring in your taxes, inflation, uh, medical, all these different things in order to make sure that you have a successful year in 2023. I like it. Well, again, on that note, let's go ahead and call this show done and, and invite folks to call one last time today. Hey, everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate the positive feedback. We wish everybody a happy and healthy 2023. If you're out there listening, you want to get your year off to a good financial start. If you're looking for that second opinion, give us a call today. If you're interested in a results in advance financial plan, let's take the next five callers who are needed that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We're going to create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio and again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review. It's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. Make that call while you're thinking of it, folks, 800-779-1942. It's really why we give the listeners, you, an opportunity to review your plan for retirement. You can find out if there's any potential red flags that could cause problems for you. You can Maybe you have with your current advisor. We want to make this accessible, so we're offering this. Of course, no cost, no obligation. Make that phone call today, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Eric Joseph, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week. It goes by so quick, and I I love the information. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Hey, everybody out there, thanks again for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Go Dolphins. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions. 